0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين وسبحان الله العلي العظيم وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد عبده ورسوله أؤمن به واستعينه واستهديه واستجيره واستنصره فإنه من هدى الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأعوذ بالله أن أذل أو أذل أو أظلم أو أظلم وأقول يا نور السماوات والأرض اجعل لي نورا اجعل لي نورا وقد تمت كلمة ربك صدقا وعدلا ويحق ويحق الحق بكلماته سبحان الله العلي العظيم I often pray, I often pray to Allah the quintessential prayer, and the most basic prayer, a prayer that opens the secrets of the heavens and the earth, God the light of the heavens and the earth, Bless me with light. If one ever wonders, if one ever wonders, why be a Muslim? And what is the quintessential quintessential truth of being a Muslim? It would be a person that walks in the path of light in order to attain light and to live in light and die in light and be resurrected in light. So much of the Quran so much of the Quran warns us about the darkness within us and the darkness that human beings are capable of creating. And that darkness is not a philosophical category. It is often an intuitive category, a category that surrounds, that has physical manifestations that often surrounds us. When we see poverty, therein is darkness. When we see suffering, therein is darkness. When we see cruelty, therein is darkness. When we see lack of empathy, therein is darkness. When we see lack of mercy and compassion, therein is darkness. When we see hate instead of love, Therein is darkness. The darkness that is characteristic of the absence of the divine or the corruption of the divine is not something that we need to even understand philosophically. We experience it, we encounter it. And inshallah. Today we walk a little bit with the Quran in the way that it portrays to us the difference between the path of light and the path of darkness. أولئك <laughs> الذين فما ربحت تجارتهم وما كانوا مهتدين مثلهم كمثل الذي استوقض نارا فلما أضاءت ما حوله ظهب الله بنورهم وتركهم في ظلمات لا يبصرون صم بكم عمي فهم لا يرجعون وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ لَزَهْبَ بِسَمْعِهِمْ وَأَبْصَارِهِمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ This is from Surah Al-Baqarah One of the most powerful parables of the Quran that calls us to ourselves Those those who purchased error at the price of guidance. The Arabic is endlessly fascinating because how can you purchase error at the price of guidance? Well, at the most superficial level you could ignore guidance and insist on an er- erroneous path. But the language here tells you more. It talks specifically about those who start out with the claim of guidance who start out in fact with an aspiration towards guidance. But they become distracted and confused. And because they are distracted and confused, the path of faith, the path that leads to the divine can often be Confused with the past, with the righteous past. In other words, you start out on that path, but you deviate and become distracted and lost. That is why then the Quran says, their parable is like that of a person who lit a fire, kindled a fire. And when that fire lit up what is around them, God took away their light. God doesn't take away anyone's light unless they are responsible for it. God took away their light and left them in darkness unseeing. So as I said, the intentionality is there. In fact, there is perhaps an even intuitive desire for light. But how could you light a fire, and yet when that fire lights up, instead of the person be becoming seeing, instead of this person reaching guidance, the light, the, the fire avails them of nothing. The light, in fact, that fire that they lit initially so that they can see resulted in blindness. How could that be? Light, and often human beings forget this, light is the inner light. If you forget That in fact, true guidance only comes from your relationship to Allah. Only comes from your intimacy with Allah. As Allah tells us, Allah is closer to us than ourselves, but we don't know. Closer to ourselves than ourselves. Imagine that Allah, God is closer to you than your own self, however you define that self. The fire that you lit could be the fire of religious rhetoric. It could be the fire of material wealth. It could be the fire of law. It could be the fire of public adoration. It could be the fire of prestige. Whatever it is, it started out with the right intention, but it remained a physical phenomena and true insight only comes from the touch of the Divine. Allah continues to then comment on the situation of people who fail to build an intimate relationship with God. Despite this fire that they lit, the fire that is supposed to give them the blessing of light, They exist in darkness. In fact, not only that, they become as if they're deaf, dumb, and blind. Because they relied on the physical world and their physical senses as their sensors for the truth, because they relied on the physical path, to reach the truth. These physical senses led them nowhere and they remain as if they're deaf, dumb, and blind. Or a cloud burst from the sky in which there is darkness, thunder, and lightning, They put their fingers and their ears against the thunder, fearing death. And God encompasses the disbelievers. The lightning all but snatches away their sight. Whenever it shines for them, they walk. And where darkness comes over them, they stop. Had God willed it, God would have taken away their hearing and their sight. Truly, God is powerful over all things. All human beings worship your Lord who created you and those who were before you, that happily you may be reverent. Imagine the state of human beings. They exist in a persistent state of anxiety, a state of constant, endless questions, questions about the future, questions about fate, questions about meaning, questions about love, questions about mercy, you exist in a constant state of dazzlement and puzzlement. You are consistently puzzled. Because if you truly think without God in the equation, you are exactly as if you have been tossed in a thunderstorm. There are scary things in that thunderstorm. Every time there's thunder, and the thunder here is symbolic for every time there's trial and tribulation, every time there's a disaster in your life, every time something really bad happens. You, you lose a loved one. There's divorce. Someone gets sick you lose a job, you fail in some form or another, every time there's that thunder, the reaction of a person without Allah is to be gripped by anxiety and to do what is entirely a meaningless thing. To ignore that threat by putting your fingers in your ears. Putting your fingers in your ears is not going to protect you. Exactly like a person who loses sight of Allah, they confront the disasters and tragedies of life by taking preemptive or reactive actions that in in fact will only repeat the cycle of loss again, but then Allah gives us a remarkable hint. No human being, no human being is left without the grace and the blessing of the possibility of light. So Allah sends in your path, sends in your path signs of Allah's blessings. This is represented by the lightning. Every time there is lightning, you might start walking. Every time you, you lose a loved one, you might start feeling closer to Allah. Every time you lose a job, you might read the Qur'an a little bit more. Every time you perhaps are in divorce proceedings, You might pick up the Qur'an and start praying or concentrating in Salah. That's the lightning that you walk. But alas, if you have not developed your inner light, you walk a bit because you see a bit. Because you see a bit. But soon enough, the darkness comes back again when you forget, when you are no longer in mourning, when you are no longer in fear, when you are no longer in anxiety, the sense of closeness to the Divine withers away, and you're back in the same old, same old patterns. and and habits. You're back in the same old patterns and habits. The darkness sets in again. Allah tells us that unless Allah gives you the inner light that makes you see not through your senses, not through the ears or the nose or the eyes, but through the heart. Why be a Muslim? Because Muslims are the people of light. You want to know a true Muslim? A true Muslim emits, shines light. How does that light manifest itself? It manifests itself in beauty. It manifests manifests itself in everything that is characteristic of the divine. It manifests itself in beauty. It manifests itself in kindness. It manifests itself in mercy, in compassion, in justice, in equity. Ihsan, Allah is wadud, friendly and loving. if a muslim if a muslim doesn't manifest the attributes of the divine if a muslim doesn't manifest mercy compassion kindness love empathy then that is precisely like the person who lit a fire but they exist in darkness anyway. And exactly like the person who goes back and forth, back and forth like a yo-yo, and so many of us are like that. Something bad happens, they're closer to Allah, something good, their life starts working out for them, they drift away. They're exactly like the person who has lightning, And they walk a little bit. And as soon as the lightning is gone, they're in darkness again. I can't underscore this enough because so many Muslims around us in the world has forgotten this basic and very simple truth. You cannot claim to be a Muslim. I don't care what your qualifications are. I don't care how many times you pray a day. I don't care what your practices are. You cannot claim to be a guided Muslim unless that inner light emanates from you. And people look at you and see and say we see the attributes of the divine through that human being. You cannot be a truly guided Muslim if your existence doesn't leave an imprint on the world like a fingerprint, like a DNA print of mercy, kindness, beauty, justice, equity. If you are a Muslim and you tolerate injustice and suffering, Or simply do not feel it, or do not relate to it, or do not empathize with it, you're exactly back again in that parable. You lit a fire, but you're still lost. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين وسبحان الله الله أكبر ولا إله إلا الله ونصلي ونسلم ونبارك على محمد النبي الأمين خاتم النبيين والمصطفى الأمين Surah al nur Allah reminds us, in again a powerful narrative, that if you truly wish to be a Muslim, real Muslim, In narrative that you live with, and that you develop an intimate relationship with. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَعْمَالُهُمْ كَسَرَابٍ بَقِيَعَةٍ يَحْسَبُهُ الضَّمْآنُ مَاءً حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءَهُ لَمْ يَجِدْهُ شَيْئًا وَوَجَدَ اللَّهُ عِندَهُ فوفاه حسابه والله سريع الحساب أو كظلمات في بحر لجي يخشاه موج من فوقه يخشاه موج من فوقه موج من فوقه سحاب ظلمات بعضها فوق بعض إذا أخرج يده لم يكد يراها Walam Women Lam Yajal in law, lahu nura, Fama lahu min noor. Those who do not find God, those who are astray from the path. Their deeds are like a mirage upon a desert, upon a desert plain which a thirsty man supposes is water. Till when that man comes upon it, he does not find it to be anything, but only finds God there. God will then pay this man his reckoning in full. And God is swift in reckoning. Or like the darkness of a fathomless sea covered by waves with waves above waves. And above the waves, clouds. Above the clouds, darkness. One above the other. When one puts out one's hand, one can hardly see it. For it is God, for it is the case for whom God has not appointed any light, they do not have light. Think about this parable from Surah to nur We live in existence, oblivious to the inevitability, the inevitability, whether we believe in it or not, it doesn't change the reality. The reality is, you will die and I will die and the only truth that will remain After your death, and after my death, and after the death of generations to come, the only truth that remains is God. And God is as if God is telling us whether you like it or not, you can believe in whatever you want. You can argue all you want. You can doubt all you want. You can be fussy all you want. You can be distracted all you want. You can philosophize all you want. You can go around pretending that you have careers and you have lives and you have families and you have wealth, all you want. All of it is like a mirage in the desert. It has no inner truth to it, any of it. Because all of it, when all you, when everything is said and done, God will be there. God will receive you. Whether you believe or not believe, whether you're going to heaven or you're going to hell, God will be there. It's like I tell you after death, the minute you die, there will be angels receiving you, either demonic looking things if you're cursed or blessed looking things if you're saved and you say well I don't want to think about it it's coming you can do all you want to distract yourself but it's coming now but those who ignore those truths exist within layers of false perceptions. The layers of false perception is the rain, the clouds, the sky, and the hope for salvation and light after the darkness of the sky. It is as if You exist in the storm and you see the rain and you say, okay, I have either, I like the rain or I don't like the rain. You see the darkness of the clouds and you might be apprehensive, fearful, you might take measures to protect yourself. What lies beyond the clouds is the atmosphere. And the atmosphere is just space and another layer of darkness. In this confusing and layered path, you get to a point, you get to a point that you even doubt your own reality. So you put out your hands and you can't even see your hands. You want to know what that means? Look at human beings when they say, well, I don't know why I exist. I don't know why I was born. I don't know what life means. I don't know if I should care about my neighbor. I don't know if we should be kind. I don't know if justice is a virtue. I don't know if beauty, is a value that's the person who puts out their hand and they can't even see it or you want even a more practical example look at what's happening in the land of the Prophet in the Hijaz with people dancing around like monkeys to music that has nothing to do with beauty or Islam or anything You put out your hand, and you can't even see it. You might have a career, you might have a past, you might have friends, you might have family, but you reach a point in life when you say, Oh my God, I'm dying. The time has come. And when the time has come, the delivery of the truth will be upon you. only way out and when we say Islam what we mean by that is that the only way out of this turbulent endless cycle is to be touched by Allah's hand so that the the light grows within So that you are no longer troubled by the darkness, you are no longer troubled by the anxiety, you are no longer troubled by the distractions. Your heart is not in the material world, but it was with Allah and it is Allah that teaches you what the attributes of divinity are you no longer question the value and importance of justice or empathy or kindness or mercy. That is the path of a Muslim. That is the path of a Muslim. If I could go around the entire Muslim world and teach people their basic and fundamental relationship with light I would because we Muslims are the first people who have forgotten our relationship with the Quran and how the Quran chooses to raise us and condition our behavior and condition our understanding seek the light not the mirage, don't light a fire and then become blind because you've become distracted, or you've become resentful, or you've become hopeless, or you've become angry, or you've become whatever you've become. The the fire itself could be a deception, because you thought that the light will come from the fire. Not Allah. Allahumma afu'anna wa lana wa ya rahman ya rahim, Wahdina ya kareem. Allah, forgive our sins. And grant us your guidance. And grant us light in our hearts, in our minds. A light that surrounds us, a light that encompasses us. Ya Rabb Al-Alamin, Ya Aliyah Azim, wa'akam as